0: Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and HR Levine Studios This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane I got off to a better start today, which is good, but I think everyone is uh, Everyone's going low out there today These conditions, uh, you have to, you have to be aggressive There's no reason why you, you, uh, you can't fire a lot of the flags Like today on, on 5, you know, I hit a little, little squeezer off the tee and add... Uh, 227 in the hole I hit a four into you know, the back edge that only rolled out a foot okay that, that doesn't happen here uh, so there are balls that are with wedges that are, are ripping back you have to watch spin uh, that's probably not not the case trying to find spin around here uh, but this is the way the golf course is going to play for the next couple of days but
1: hey Captain is, obvious yeah there he is hey no actually I thought he gave us a little insight there <laughs> I thought he two, one in the update Scored right low. Yep. well yeah but yeah. I thought Scored that was really interesting low. that he said hey listen It wasn't like I had I did some like miraculous thing here and went four under par yesterday. Uh, The greens are way more receptive than they normally would have been. Uh, Didn't even roll out. He was mentioned on five. By the way, five was a hole that he bogeyed every round last year and still won the 2019 Masters. But I also thought it was pretty. He he uh, gave some great insight on the fans not being there because he's right. The one thing that you don't get watching the Masters is how uphill and downhill it is. And so you do have all these uphill shots, and so you don't know where the ball is on the green necessarily. Mm. And oftentimes the fans, as they call them patrons there, uh, would, you know, go crazy if it's close or give you a nice applause if it's on or maybe an ooh if it's uh, in the sand. So I thought that was an interesting note. So not as much Captain Obvious from Tiger, in my opinion. Yeah, you
2: know, I mean, scores are low. Um, Soft greens, you know. So, cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, How much will you actually watch... Will you watch any of the Masters this week? there UFC fights this weekend? The answer oh, you, is yes. You tell me. Yeah, the, the, the answer <laughs> is yes. So okay, UFC yes. fights are at like at night.
2: Yeah, but I still have to prep myself. That's <laughs> <coughs> a full day thing. So um, realistically, we'll see what we'll see what Sunday's talking about. Well, nah, no, it's football. Man. Like, uh, I I might glance at it um, Saturday, but I'll be honest with you. I actually, I was watching a little bit today. And I should probably shouldn't talk bad about ESPN, but like, and I'm not sure what, what the announcer is on because like, he's on CBS maybe. I don't know, but the, the, the main like the main master is an announcer. And I don't want to sound okay. And I don't want to sound like a golf snob or anything, but you certainly don't. If I'm watching the, the Masters, that dude's got to be calling it. Because like, I was listening to some other people call it, and it was like it just it threw me off. It, it didn't feel right. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a good call. I, I that's fair. It ruined the whole thing. That's fair. I, I understand what you're saying there. Like, yeah, you get used. Like Jim Nance says, at least for our generation, becomes synonymous with the Masters.
2: Yeah, and like know? I mean, when football. I can, listen, I can listen to a lot of announcers. Like I don't hate on anybody, but with this golf thing, especially the Masters, you know, I mean, a tradition like no other. If I don't got Jim Nance calling it, forget it. Sorry. Can't
1: can't watch it. Can't listen to it. It's over. Uh yeah, I I I hear you. I'm passionate, hey, man. I, you are passionate. Yeah. You're gonna watch a lot of it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll
2: see how my guys
1: are doing. <laughs> hey, Prizepicks.com. We told you all about them yesterday. We're gonna tell you a little bit more about it today. You can see at the top of our screen, uh, if you're watching the video feeds, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, that uh, if you go to Prizepicks.com or the Prizepicks app, you put in the promo code Jax J A X and check it out. Uh we've been playing along it's yeah. a lot of fun. The Masters by the way is a real fun one to do. I've I've got a couple of entries in there and kind of watching whether it's Tiger or Brooks Kepka and uh my guy Finau, not playing great right now. Uh so you play the over and unders uh, and that's what we do a lot on our show and now you can play along as uh, as well. If you did play last night after we told you we talked about the Thursday night game. Yeah. You may have been mad at the Colts. For not playing Jonathan Taylor. <clears throat> oh, I mean, th- th- that's on you. Listen, it's been running back by
2: committee the whole year there. So, like I told you, you can't really trust a lot of the offensive weapons um, of the Colts. Thankfully, I played Philip Rivers last night.
1: I did that, too.
2: Okay. I,
1: you know, but that didn't help. What do you mean? River, well it helped in the first half. Yeah, yeah, first half. So you played the first half. The so, overall, he came like a point
2: short. So I played the first half of Philip Rivers, and then like the, the entire game, I played T.Y. Hilton. But since we're on the topic right now, and I did not really want to get into this because I'm upset, so my big luck yesterday, you know, and let's be honest, Brent, people take my football knowledge very seriously. And I said that John U. Smith was going to hit thunder. Yes. And you know what? If you watch the receiving stats and the yardage, he would have hit thunder. But for whatever reason, when you're on the goal line and you have a man by the name of Derrick Henry, who I I guess he's good at running the football, you chose to run with Jonu Smith, and he gets a touchdown and messes my entire parlay up. Irate. Ticked off. Woke up my son. Wife was wondering what's going on. I'm like, well, a tight end just scored a rushing touchdown. How do you think it's going for me right now?
1: Yeah, not good. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking of you because I did, I didn't, I didn't mess around with Johnny Smith, but I did with Corey Davis. Yeah. Because yesterday on the show, and I thought you had a good reasoning, and he came close, but then they just stopped playing football at the end of that game, <laughs> and so he couldn't get over the top of his is uh, over under. So it's some of these things are nail biters, man. Yeah. I mean, it comes right down to it. But I think the one that got people a lot, and again, if you go to prizepicks.com, prizepick app, PrizePicks. dot Prize Pick app, Prize Picks app. Uh, you can play along, and you can play along with uh college games all weekend. Play along with the Masters. Play along with the NFL. And last night, uh, if you had in your fantasy team or or on Prize Picks, uh Jonathan Taylor, you're like, "What are you guys doing? You're down near the goal line, and you're running like whoever the other other back is." Yeah, Hines, name no, Hines. not even Hines. Oh, um, uh, Wilkins, the other dude. Yeah, where's he from, by the way? Yeah, but and and the crazy thing about that, I thought was again. Uh, Jonathan Taylor they, they spent pretty good draft capital on and in that first half he like ran over a Tennessee Titan. Yeah. And after he ran him over, it's like they never used him again. I know. I mean it, t- it was the oddest thing. It was
2: the oddest thing. To be fair, you know, Naeem Hines had a pretty good night last had a great night, night. But still, I mean you saw it. I saw it. The fact that they weren't running Jonathan Taylor more. Um, hey, who knows? Maybe Reich had. Maybe he had the under for Jonathan Taylor in prize picks. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to call any kind of collusion or anything, but that's all I can think of.
1: Yeah. Well, and the crazy. Listen, I get Hines. I mean, he's a good weapon, And, yeah. and, and they use him well. And he had like a career night last night. But I just think down near the goal line, it, it didn't make much sense. Not t- Taylor's your guy. Your bruising back. Yeah. Right. He's your power back. Yeah. And, and they didn't even have him in.
2: So, Brett, let's be honest. Sometimes when you're by the goal line, you run it with Hines and sometimes you're by the goal line. For whatever reason, you run it with John U. Smith. So who knows what we're talking <laughs> about anymore?
1: Yeah. Uh I've been a little surprised anyway, going back a few weeks, how they've used Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, it, it's it's weird, right? A couple of weeks ago, you look up you're like I actually asked the question. I was like, "Is, is Jonathan Taylor hurt?" Because Wilkins got like 18 carries, had like 90 plus yards. Mm-hmm. Um, and and keep in mind that they've already lost the they lost what's his name earlier in the year. Mac, Mac. Marlon Mack, yeah. So I mean, they've got a stable of back.
2: They do, and that's the thing too. With Jonathan Taylor, like I mean, he's not Naeem Hines in the pass game, but Jonathan Taylor is still pretty reliable, as you saw last night, in the past game as well. It's just, it's a weird situation right now because, and I, and once again, I get it. Hines, what, you had the hot hand. But Jonathan Taylor was kind of doing his own thing as well. I mean, like you mentioned, when he truck-sticked that dude, like that's a a play right there that gets the team excited, right? And that's contagious. And why you wouldn't want to see more of that from Jonathan Taylor, I'm not really sure on. So whether they're trying to bring him on slowly, whatever the reason may be, you got to keep in mind, what did you spend on that guy in the draft? Let's go ahead and get go and you know try to get your money's worth there, Colts.
1: Yeah. So well, hey, if you had Jonathan Taylor in your fantasy team, make it easier on yourself. You can just do over/under here on PrizePicks.com, uh, the PrizePicks app. Check it out. Uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. You basically, here's the deal: you can group like two players up, yeah, and you got to go over or under with one, uh, one of one them over one under the other. You can also group like three or four players up, uh, and and the entries are higher, uh, but. You don't have to go over. If you have four, you don't have to do, like, two over, two under um, necessarily. You can do three over and one under. just depends how they match up with quarterbacks and receivers. So you'll get a taste of it. you got to go check it out, though, prizepicks.com, uh, the PrizePicks app. Uh, having a lot of fun with it in all different sports, and like uh, Austin you yesterday, including uh, MMA. And if you uh, get on there, which you should, check it out. Put the promo code in J A X and you can get up to a $100 match on your first uh, deposit prizepicks.com the prizepicks app i've got the golf have you tried the golf one
2: uh come on brett no i haven't yeah, but, I but hey say. but i wish i would have now cuz my picks are doing really well so i feel like i you know uh, i would have had some pretty good entries
1: yeah well this was a, it's a tricky one too because and i've got an entry in so for instance i got like brooks kepka yeah. and he rallied late um in his round and went uh, better than two under par, and I've got Tiger not being better than three under par. I'm a Tiger guy. You are but a Tiger guy. I just didn't think he'd bounce back and have a great round today. I thought that was such a good round yesterday. Um, so that's an example of it. Two on un- Tiger goes two under or worse, and Brooks Kepka, who already did finish three under, already uh, clinched that part of the entry, and bingo uh you're a winner, so well listen you might as, as well go right.
2: over under like go under on everybody in this course because everyone's putting up some great numbers right now
1: well that's true um it feels that way, but here's the thing about golf you got to be a little careful four they don't do it for four rounds yeah. you know they might do it for three rounds, but they don't but, do it for four rounds and I thought actually the leader would be Maybe even deeper than they are right now. It's nine under par, and there's four guys tied at nine under par at the Masters. I thought it may even be in double digits already, the way this thing was tracking yesterday and earlier uh, today. Uh, By the way, the uh, Masters' second round about to conclude in terms of darkness, not conclude in terms of holes played. They will finish on uh, Saturday morning, uh, Tiger Woods included. He won't get all the way around the course because of darkness here uh, today. They should catch up with things tomorrow uh, and hopefully get closer and closer to completing that third round. The weather looks good, so they will complete the event, it looks like, uh, on Sunday as scheduled. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane. Once again, check out Prize Picks, uh, dot com, prize picks app. Have a little fun. Uh, Masters, golf, uh, of course, uh, football, college football, all different sports. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, this, uh, this is a weird weekend in college football, man. The... Uh, Obvi- the Pac-12, you just see that news? Yeah, so Cal's got a new opponent. They do, and they did it like today. Yeah. And they said, you know what, we're going to play on Sunday. Yep. So now all of a sudden you got a Sunday morning college football game. I like that, man. Well, it's a, It will be a noontime game. Here on the East Coast.
2: So, so what is that, like a 6 o'clock? I mean, we got to get it nine pretty o'clock. early for that yeah, game. It's, not,
1: it's at 9 o'clock Pacific. It's going
2: to be an early wake-up call for the Cal uh, Bears.
1: Yeah, and I thought that was interesting last week, too. They they rolled out USC last week against Arizona State. Yeah. And they did that was a noontime kick here. And it's got to be a TV play for, for Fox's coverage. Mm-hmm. But I was a little surprised by that because that's a 9 o'clock game. On the West Coast, man, that's an early game.
2: I mean, what happened to Pac-12 after dark? Let's go. (laughs) Pac-12 in the morning?
1: We don't need that. (laughs) Pac-12 before dark. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So uh, college football, again, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I heard Feinbaum on, on one of our updates. Again, there's some real concern about finishing the college football season. There's a little bit of talk about the college football playoff being pushed back. Yeah. I'm just going to be consistent with what I say here. You can see the cancellations. It's a bit alarming this week. I, I will admit that. Um, it catches your attention. But they're going to get through this. There's not a doubt in my mind they will get through this. If if you think of your world, your life, you, how it's been impacted by COVID-19 in 2020, there's a lot of things that you've had to adjust to. And I think sports is no different in that regard. The bigger difference between Sports entities like the NBA, NFL, and even college football, compared to the rest of us, is there's not usually for the rest of us like billions of dollars at stake. Yeah, no, for sure. And so they are going to finish, in my opinion. I still firmly believe that. Uh, I think this is an interesting time because we are getting into the winter months. We're seeing this spike. We're seeing a spike here locally. So it doesn't take just colder weather, obviously, but we are seeing a spike, uh, no doubt, in COVID 19. I just think. They're going to find a path through it. It's a weird year. It's a strange year. They're playing the Masters in November. Um, They will figure out a way to get it done. Nothing has changed my mind on that. And to be honest with you, Austin, I'm not really sure anything could change my mind on that. No, listen, I agree.
2: They will find a way to get this thing done. Without a doubt, 100% agree with you on here. But the problem arises a little bit is if we keep seeing these numbers go up, and games keep getting canceled, like, yeah, I think there will be a college playoff. But I also feel like you're going to have to have a certain number of games to get into that playoff. And what my worry is, is that if they push this thing back, push this thing back, push this thing back, well, now you're cutting into combine training time. Now you're cutting into all-star game time. And now you're cutting into players getting ready um, to get the bodies acclimated for the NFL. So, my only worry is that if we delay this thing, because you know, obviously right now it's showing that, you know, COVID's going up in terms of the numbers, if this thing gets delayed, are you going to have a lot of guys, a lot of talented guys, opt out just so they can get ready for the next level of playing in the NFL?
1: Yeah, listen, I think we're seeing that a little bit in college football right now. We're seeing guys that might be hurt, you know, we're seeing guys that might be a little disgruntled. Maybe it's Tamori and Terry, right? Uh, I think there was an old Miss player that. Uh got banged up and said, I'm, I'm going to get out of here and get ready for the draft. Uh, I might be mistaken on Ole Miss or not, but I, th- I think I saw that. So I think you will – I think guys are going to make more and more business decisions. I really do. And so to your point, are we going to have the the full rosters, the amount of talent that we thought we might get if we go deeper into January? Maybe not. I'm, I'm less convinced of that because I think the business decisions are, are big-time money decisions and important decisions. And so I I think those guys are going to wrestle with some of that stuff. But that doesn't mean you can't finish. Yeah. <laughs> and you might not get the greatest quality, although I really don't feel like the quality of sports has dropped off in the pandemic. I thought we had a good baseball season. Mm-hmm. That was unbelievable. I think the NBA playoffs, we had a lot of good action unbelievable action. I don't think the finals and everything else were the marquee matchups we wanted, but that doesn't mean the play was poor. Uh, I think right now you look at these golf tournaments that we've had, uh, some of the racing. I mean, you look at it all. I don't really see. Now, some guys have done better coming out of the pandemic than others, no doubt. Mm -hmm. I, I just thought we might see the quality of some play suffer a bit more. Heck, you can make the case the quality of play in football is more entertaining than it's ever been. Because the defenses just don't look as strong.
2: No, without a doubt. Um, But I also subscribe to the idea where if players, like I'm talking star players, I'm talking players that are on, you know, possible national championship winning teams. If this thing gets delayed and they start opting out to get ready for the NFL – Well, then I think you might actually have a problem because, to me, college football, it's not like college basketball, right? Like, we're going to watch March Madness regardless of what schools are in it, regardless of the players. We we can probably even barely name maybe three or four players in college basketball. But we tune in every single year because we just can't get enough of March Madness. I think with college football, it's different. It's the Mac Joneses. It's the Kyle Trasks, It's the Trevor Lawrences. It's the Justin Fields. Like, players make that. And don't get me wrong. Um, players can also get brought up, obviously, in bowl games and in college, in college championship games as well. I mean, Tua Tunga Viola really made a name for himself during the national championship. So I'm not saying it's a perfect science, but I'm just saying where if you lose some of your star talent, some of your main attractions, that could definitely hurt your sport in terms of college football.
1: Yeah, it, again, I agree with you. I mean, it's everybody wants the. To- Yeah, the best product out there, and so and college is a little bit different. If this calendar does go into what you're talking about, senior bowl, combine events like that, and and those would be interesting decisions. I just that will be the downside of it. Uh, I just don't know if there'll be a downside where we say, well, we're not going to play them, and uh, I don't see that happening. And by the way, college basketball is starting up a couple weeks away from college hoops, you know, and that will be another one to watch. And this is a little bit of an interesting zone to be in right now with COVID spiking and college basketball just starting. Yeah, uh, you know, so it will it felt like at least when the other sports were starting, we were, I don't know, fully beyond the big spikes, but it had tapered off a little bit. Now it feels like we've got this second surge that some people did predict uh, in terms of positive tests. And now you might be starting your league year or starting your season in hoops uh, on the college level and once again in the NBA. And you will wonder how that might factor into maybe delaying or. Um, some more postponements we're we're just getting used to cancellations and postponements, postponements in in sports no i uh, mean that's yeah. just the way it is it, it
2: is the way it is and listen and you know how i feel about it i'm sure you feel the same way whatever happens this college basketball season so be it if you have to take away championship games so be it but i cannot go another year and every sporting world hear my cries i cannot go another year without the ncaa tournament brett All right, I need March Madness. Uh, I want to come in here with, you know, TV lists, if you will, and watch it on my monitor, on my computer here, and I want to watch nonstop basketball action. Like, that's what, that's what we deserve, Brent. You know, it's, it's been a rough year, and I didn't want to think about another year without March Madness in that tournament. So hopefully that happens, that goes down. And if worse comes worse, just do one giant tournament, double elimination, every single university is up for grabs here, and then just keep on playing until you have one left standing.
1: Yeah, you went 0-2 that season. Wow, that was a heck of a year. Hey,
2: I'm just <laughs> saying, man, drastic times go over drastic measures. But can you imagine just a nonstop, like, we call it like a... Kumite, which is from Bloodsport, Sport. If you ever watched that movie with John Claude yeah, Van Dam,
1: yeah. winner take all, you know what I'm saying? And double elimination. Let's make that happen. Ah, uh, very good. You'll be proud of me. I watched it I finished the big short yesterday. What'd you think? It was good. So good, right? The only thing I wanted, you know, I don't know how long ago you watched it, but you remember the guy Lawrence? Remember Dr. Burry there? He was kind of the guy that, that well, he, saw it all coming? Yeah,
2: he was um he was played by Christian Bale, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Well, Lawrence, who I don't know who was played by, but yeah. he was like the boss man who was like, said he was going to sue him and, and wanted his money back and was like, what yep. are you doing, you know? Yeah. Um, I wanted him to kind of come – like, I know he wrote him an email at the end and said, hey, you just just uh, deposited, like, $500 million. Yeah, like yeah. It worked, yep. you know? But uh, I kind of wanted that guy to come back and, and see his reaction. Ah, to, yeah. To, like, the I was right. getting it right. Exactly. You know? Yep. Um, it, but it was – it was wild to see, and the portrayal of that is that they just... You couldn't even tell watching the movie, unless you were super paying attention, that they had just hit it rich. Yeah. And they weren't even happy.
2: No, and it goes to show you, because man, they it's do a doggy-dog world. Was. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And by the way, Ryan Gosling's character, I mean, does it get any better than yeah. that guy? Yeah, I, I mean, know. Yeah, but um, I will say this, though, too. I mean, it's a great movie. I recommend everybody watches it. But did, did you read, like, the last credits of that movie? Not the last credits, but like, the last kind of mention of that movie? Because it's a true story. So how scary is this? The, the guy that really predicted, you know, the, the, the housing crash, the housing market, um, has now, like, spent all his investments in
1: water. Yeah, I saw that.
2: Which is kind of scary when you think about
1: it. And not only that, but it sounds like maybe, at least according to that movie, one of the final notes they said is... The banks might be doing the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for um, sure. Uh, although I don't know if we'll ever get That was like a once in a lifetime Yeah. in 08 in it felt like so. Um, that's wild. educational movie, though for sure, especially yeah. if you kind of our age is, and, and you live through it a bit. It's yeah. completely fascinating. Um, and but I also found out that I really should have taken like a business course yeah. in college because yeah. I don't understand like half the terms.
2: Well, I'll be honest, like it's it's kind of complicated. But then they also do a great job explaining it they to did. you too. Yeah, yeah. They shout, do
1: shout out to like Anthony Bourdain's in it too. I May rest it. in peace. He was yes. awesome in it. Yes, yeah. uh, the way they did that movie was well done. Yeah. It was really well done. Uh, yeah. Hey, when we come back, uh, talk about COVID nineteen impact. There were some high school football teams that have advanced in the playoffs without playing a game because of it. We'll explain. High school playoff night tonight. It's coming up next on ESPN six ninety. Brent Martino, how many push-ups did you do in three minutes? Did you try the challenge? Austin Lane. I don't, I don't need lactic acid build up when
2: I'm in fight camp. Brent, you kidding me? Take my word for it. I've been more than you.
0: Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six ninety.
2: Yeah, definitely would you know would like for us to be in a better position to give us a chance to you know win the game. Um, they just played better, better than us in all three phases, and you know, hats off to them. And We just gotta, you know, take a couple of days off and then get back to work. No excuses. We have to be better as a team. We all, we know that, you know, fix the mistakes and be better we, this week as we coming up.
1: You know who that is, Austin? I'd go Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah. You told, did he tell
2: you easy money? No, he did didn't he? tell me. He did not. No, come on, That's pretty obvious, bro.
1: Yeah, that was um, that was uh, that was very good.
2: I mean, who else would you interview right now for the Tennessee Titans besides Derrick Henry?
1: You know, Daniel. I was a little surprised. A.J. Brown did nothing for them. You know, it's funny. It's like go back and watch that Twitter, and that first drive was like, bam, was unbelievable. Boom, boom, boom. And they're like, man, this offense fun to watch. You know, everybody on Twitter, (laughs) this offense. Oh man, they're really clicking. Arthur Smith, and they got so many weapons. And boom, boom, boom. And it. They never scored again. Humble yourselves. Yep. <laughs> like, Time to humble yourselves a little bit. They never scored again. And, again, the Colts' defense is good. I just don't think people – this would be a fun topic. We should think about this one next week. Think about teams that, like, when stuff – when I say the Colts' defense is good, you're like, the Colts? Are you serious? Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, think about teams in sports that are like that and you just don't associate maybe an identity with them. That they really are now just because they've never been? Hey, Brent,
2: I think the Seahawks' defense is absolutely trash.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too, yeah. right? I mean, the Seahawks are like that. The difference a little bit in the Seahawks for me is that Russell Wilson has now been the guy for like a handful of years. He has. You know, so it's like it's not like they've just shifted into a good offense. No, I hear you, but you always think of like Seattle, you think of
2: usually defense, too, though.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. that's fair. Uh, fair enough. All right. Uh, hey, you know, big night of high school football around here. Challenging night for the Action Sports Jacks team. Uh, but it will uh, still be the Friday Night Blitz tonight at 10.30 on Fox 30, 11.20 on CBS 47 and Fox 30. And we have the Blitz Scoreboard Show coming up tonight uh, right here on ESPN 690. And you got to check it out. If you haven't done it yet, check it out. We'll show you some video and give you updates on scores. From all the playoff action, there's like 26 teams home tonight in playoff games. That's on the Blitz Scoreboard Show, but you really want to check it out on the social media platforms. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. That's at 9 o'clock until 10 o'clock. Newest show in town. We're having a blast with it. By the way, we'll announce our ESPN 690 Athlete of the Week, and the vote is insane for the Athlete of the Week. In fact, Kuz, just a reminder, that thing closes at 6 o'clock, and it's really tight. And there's over 30,000 votes Dang. for the Athlete of the Week. So we've got to keep an eye on that, uh, and we'll talk about it. We'll announce the winner later on uh, tonight. Let's bring in Action Sports Jack Stewart-Weber. He handles a lot of the uh, high school duties for us. He's back from the Rocky Mountains, and hopefully not a Rocky Mountain high. No, no, I'm good. All right,
0: good. How you doing? How was the flight? It was good. Yeah, nice, nice, quick nonstopper. Uh, shout out Southwest. Love that nonstopper to Denver. Yeah, got to like it. Did, did you
1: go snowboarding out? or skiing?
0: You had a little spurrier in you right there. Yep. Uh, just got to get the right through it. Yep. Uh, no, <laughs> I did not, unfortunately, get to go skiing as uh, really only one mountain was open at that point. Keystone was about the only resort open, and they only had like four runs, so it really wouldn't have been worth it to go.
1: Yeah, you don't have to go all the way down the to Denver just to go to Keystone. I mean, it's just like an hour and a half down the road. Yeah, they uh, no either. They'll be uh, playing at Bradford tonight as we switch the <laughs> attention back to high school football. Very good. Uh we've got a uh, we're all loaded up. I mean, there's so many teams that are home. But we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about some of the cancellations. COVID nineteen, Nice he says, Hey, we've got too many folks with COVID. We can't play. Game over. Oakleaf wins, they move on, they'll play Bartram next week. Meanwhile, Baker County, the same thing. They will advance without playing. Uh welcome to twenty twenty high school football season. Now Mandarin and Sanderwood they have moved for a different reason i think it's an officiating reason they've moved their game to monday they will play outside of that there's a ton of teams in action Stuart.
0: yeah the mandarin sandalwood one was originally going to be a thursday night game uh but then the tropical storm that uh, i'm so proud of everyone for braving it through that yes. uh the tropical storm really, uh, you know it, it canceled all after school activities and so playoff games are included in that and and so they had to move in, and obviously by Friday. I mean, you said it, 2016, they're home. Therefore, a lot of officials are being used in all those home games and, and thus kind of run out of officials, and everyone else already had one. You didn't have one, so you got to play on Monday. But, no, the, the Friday night slate here tonight is going to be terrific. I mean, you, you talk about we're finally at the point where it's win or loss where it actually matters, you know. So uh, it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see that that atmosphere kind of ratchet up a little bit. And, and we even saw it a little bit last week in the, the handful of playoff games that we got to go out to in uh, on November 6th. So, I mean, you know, the playoff atmosphere is just so different for these high school kids who, who now can, can finally say, all right, we're in the bracket. Now we know what we got to do. We got to go out there and win in advance.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's the fascinating part of this season. Is I've asked so many coaches who have come on the Blitz Scoreboard Show, or we've talked to you know throughout the uh, the season anyway, is hey these games I hesitate to say don't matter, but they really don't in turn, If you were zero and nine or nine and zero, it it really doesn't make a difference right now. And so do you have that second switch to turn on? The second season has begun, but everything counts now, and and that sense of urgency that all of a sudden has to flip. I wonder if it feels different, and and only the teams could speak for that, the coaches could speak for that, but you got to wonder if it feels a little bit different, because there's been no, like, this big rush to win a district championship, or get a runner-up, or see the standings. That just hasn't been the case this year, Stuart, so I wonder the mentality of teams, and if they'll be able to just, bam, flip it on, it's go time, it's the playoffs.
0: Funny thing is, we do have some, like, 9-0 and versus 0-9 matchup. That's that does happen tonight in a couple of the games where you have a winless team against an undefeated team, but you have no idea what that's going to mean. I mean, you look at Fort White, who was, you know, winless going into the postseason, and they want to play-in game last week yeah. out there in Columbia County. So uh, that, that's certainly part of it. I think the the fun part for me, what I'm most excited about, is rematches. You know, and we mentioned Mandarin Sandalwood. Obviously, that's uh, the big one up in 8A. But, you know, you talk about West Nassau and Fernandina Beach, a 56-50 to double overtime thriller the first time around. And now West Nassau, who probably was favored going into that game, if, if anybody kept those sort of numbers on high school football. I don't think they do. I hope they don't. Anyhow, uh, you know, West Nassau was probably favored going into that one. And Ferdinand Beach said, no, you're on our home field. We're, we're going to show you what it's all about. And the Pirates came out and won. And and now you get that rematch in the playoffs, which is just so cool that, you know, you have this great rivalry game as a rematch in the postseason and certainly there's going to be some fireworks in that one. You talk about Atlantic Coast and Fletcher playing again. And, you know, it's an easy thing. You just got to stop Miles Montgomery, right, the guy who ran for 2,000 yards last year. Well, they did it for a half in the regular season, and then he just went off in the second half. So uh, that's certainly something to keep an eye on is is what did his coaching staff and players learn from the first time around where they now get a chance to kind of exact some revenge?
1: Yeah, Baldwin-Trinity, by the way, a good one as well. Baldwin's had such a nice year. They get Trinity in the first round. Trinity's defense has been lights out the last month. Uh, so we've got some really good matchups so across Baldwin, the So Baldwin, too. Uh, yeah, and uh, it should be a low-scoring affair there. Paxton makes the playoffs for the first time in 65 years. They'll play a playoff game. That's a cool story.
0: Yeah, very cool story. You know, And, and that's a big part of it, too, is that we've said it. Everyone who wanted to make the postseason – and that's every team but one in our our local area that, you know, opted in earlier. Not talking about the teams that had to kind of bow out due to COVID reasons and contact tracing and all that sort of stuff. But every team that wanted to make the postseason is getting that taste and getting that chance to to have their players, you know, try out the the playoff experience. So that, that's going to be really cool for for those Paxton players and shoot. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. You're going to have these memories for years to come where you can say, all right, remember when we strapped up to the helmets and played that playoff game? And they're going to be able to talk about that for a long time, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, the first one to do it uh, in 65 years for them. So very good. All right, Stuart Weber, uh, it'll be an interesting Friday Night Blitz. I'll be hosting it from the house tonight, and uh, we'll be gathering some games and uh, put it all together for a half-hour edition of the Blitz. Go uh, unpack your suitcase or something. I call it the chicken salad edition of the Blitz, and it's going to be a good one because everybody loves chicken salad. Absolutely. Um, won't make the other part of that reference. All right, thanks, man. Uh, we'll talk to you, you got your, it. Uh, a little bit <laughs> later on. We're going to have everybody involved in the Blitz tonight, by the way. We're going to, I think we're going to put Bachman and Borish and Tanika Hughes on a game. Cool. Uh, we got Stewart jumping in, Marcel Robinson jumping in. So the, the Blitz will be fun. We have to be a little bit creative on the TV side uh, to pull it off. Meanwhile, on the radio side, uh, we will have the Blitz scoreboard show. Who's hanging around for that. 9 to 10 o'clock again, we'll announce our ESPN 690 Athlete of the Week, and we'll have all the scores and updates. Um, it matters now, man. It's playoff football. Is it snowing in Wisconsin for playoff football right yeah, now?
2: Yeah, uh, it's snowing. They haven't quite started playoffs yet. Um, I always scanned it. I think it was undefeated, so my school is really? doing very well right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we should have some snow games coming up. My mom actually sent me a picture this morning, uh, of the drive to my grandma's house and it looks pretty cool. I'll be sure to text that over to you as well.
1: Okay. Do you, um, be honest now, nobody from Iola, Scandinavia is listening. Uh, you'd be surprised, but okay. Hopefully they are. But, uh, the, do you like follow how well they do? Still, it's been a long time.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely been a long time. Um, I definitely do, though. Uh, usually, like, I, I go back and forth with my old coach who still coaches there. Um, we haven't been that talk of this year just because with COVID and stuff, and it's been kind of, I mean, I'm sure he's a busy man himself. But, um, yeah, I always try to ask my friends, hey, how are the T-Birds doing, things like that. So I try to keep a close eye on everything.
1: Yeah, you know, it, I asked that question because we are um, the old East Providence High School. They're building a brand-new school. Okay. And uh, you know, so they're doing some things, and actually just bought like a brick that you put your your name on in your class, you know, to help support the cause. And, yeah. And I bought my buddy one too, and and stuff. So, and my sister went there, and so I bought uh, her one. They don't even know it yet, uh, so hopefully they're not listening to the show. But uh, <laughs> so so it just got me thinking. But if like I, if you had asked me the same question, like I have no idea how good our football team is. Really? I have no idea how good our baseball team is. Yeah. I don't even know who the football and baseball coaches are. Yeah. And they're probably people I went to school with. Yeah. Because, like, we're at that age, right? Right? So it's a weird thing. Like, I have no ties to the football program, so it's not like they should uh, keep in touch. But I say this a lot about high schools in this area because there is so much talent that mm-hmm. they get they produce. I think one of the mistakes high schools make are keeping in touch with the alumni. Um, you know... Any alumni doesn't have yeah. to mean you're a great player. Heck, I could have been like the worst kid on the team, but I might now be like a millionaire and might be able to give you money toward your program. It was without a doubt, i right? Yeah, like, I'm Not, but yeah. I mean, you get my point. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. like, I think that's one of the big mistakes, and a lot of that's because of the turnover, ads, and coaches mm-hmm. and stuff. But it, you know, it doesn't matter how much turnover there is in college. How often does Murray State call you around like fundraising time? I can tell you, Ashland University knows my number. Yeah, and they yeah, call but, all the time. <laughs> That's a good point, man. It's a really good point.
2: Um, yeah, high schools don't really reach out that much. And you know what? Looking back on it, I, I probably, I, I probably should make some kind of contribution eventually because obviously. Um, that's where I got my knack for football. And real quick, too, uh, a shout out to Kristen Well. She was the the player that we used to talk about a little bit on the show. Yeah. Uh, who was from my high school? He was actually my water boy. Um, went to Iowa as a middle linebacker. went undrafted. Got signed by the Ravens. Actually got promoted now to the active roster. So he's uh, he's a weak side linebacker now for the Baltimore Ravens. Really cool honor for him.
1: Yeah, that is great. We're uh, all proud awesome. of him back good, home, uh, so. good for him. Congratulations yeah. to him on a very good team. Yeah. Uh, by the way, all right, we we'll take a break. We'll come back. Give me one thing for the weekend. It's on the. On ESPN six ninety.
2: You know, I think you see the younger guys. Though, I mean, I mean, obviously the youth of the team is out there. Um, it's not an excuse, obviously. You know, how I'm not going to go down that road. You know, I think it's the same thing that you battle all the time. Um, you know, I've I've had many, you know, young guys play for me, and you know, with third round picks or you know, fifth round picks or whatever it may be, and you know, when you're winning. There's obviously more patience.
1: That is true, and the Jaguars are not winning. Seven in a row they've lost. They play the Packers as two touchdown underdogs coming up on Sunday. By the way, that game will be on Fox 30 at 1 o'clock. We've changed a bunch around this weekend uh, of our normal TV schedule because of the Masters. Uh, there will be no SEC tonight, tomorrow night. Uh, we will have Action checks. Prime primetime, 10.30 on Fox 30, 11.30 on CBS 47. Uh, Sunday morning, we will do countdown to kickoff at 10 a.m. on Fox 30, followed by Jags weekend at 10.30. And uh, then the game at 1 o'clock, Green Bay and the Jags on Fox 30 as well. And then we'll have post-game show and everything else to follow. So uh, you can keep it locked to CBS 47 and Fox 30 for football and golf all weekend long um, on your TV. Meanwhile, here on ESPN 690, the four State Seminoles will... Uh, play tomorrow night against nc state you can listen to that game right here on espn 690 your home for florida state football and basketball basketball just around the corner brent martineau here at home to finish off a week it's been a fun week uh austin lane back in the action sports jack studios kuz has been back with us here this week as well so we appreciate his work uh busy weekend ahead chill weekend ahead what you got kuz, you going first or am i
2: I can go first. You I have got, a very man? busy weekend of waiting for my new Xbox to get here. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> this, I mean, you still haven't got it yet. No, it still says pending. It hasn't charged. It was supposed to be here on Thursday. Well, step your Karen game up a little bit and get some answers, man. It's ridiculous. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, the problem is because I'm probably not the only one going through this when you call the Microsoft <laughs> I'm, Vine.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, you're waiting for a while. I got you. Hey, um. What you got, Austin, anything?
2: Yeah, man, so tomorrow, hey, Wisconsin's playing Michigan last time I checked. Won't be able to watch that game because I have to drive two and a half hours for some family photos. So
1: You got family photos and you got to drive two and a half hours? Yeah, you know, like St. Augustine. Yeah, Amelia, listen, Island, yeah, I so mean, listen, I, river.
2: listen I, I gotta, <laughs> it's kind of like a Tarantino movie where I told you what I was doing first and now here's why it's happening like the way it's happening. So, my mom, uh, a couple years ago, I guess it would have been two years ago for our anniversary, ended up getting my wife and I, um, you know, just kind of like photos or whatever. So, like, the the people that have done our engagement photos and our wedding photos, um, we have another session with them. So, with COVID and everything like that, it's super hard to schedule it. And for whatever reason, they're, like, on the outskirts of, like, kind of by by Tampa a little bit. So, me and the little man got to drive and meet my wife there uh, to take the photos. So, yeah. All right. Super, I'm super pumped up about it.
1: What so. you got? Uh, give me one thing. You'll You could be doing pictures, so that's give me one Photos, thing. bro. Yeah, that's
2: one thing, man. What else what do I want to tell you? There's, there's, yeah, there's fights, too. Hey, hope I'll get back in time to watch those. I don't know how the day is going to go. I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. but yeah, uh, At least was, it's not like a sunrise photo stash. Yeah, I have to leave Jacksonville by one, so it's, it must be like a dawn kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, definitely like, the, like a sunset. I think they call that the golden hour, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's, that's the name of the good Casey. Weather, I think. Yeah, well, it's it's the Casey Musgraves album. That's why I know that. So. um... So, yeah, so real quick, uh, UFC Fight Night, um, you know, it, it's kind of, it, it's definitely the hardcore MMA's card, but uh, real quick, though, main event, Rafael Dos Anos taking on Paul Felder. The cool thing about Paul Felder, he's one of the best commentators, actually, on the UFC Fight Team, hasn't fought in a while. He's taking this fight on three days' notice because the other opponent backed out. So literally, he was going to go from calling the fight to now actually fighting uh, in the main event. So wow. a really cool story to follow. Um, he ended up making weight and everything like that, so he's good to go. Um, they call him the Iris Dragon. Fights out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and with Rufus Sport. Uh, a really great fighter to watch. Great striker. Throws a lot of spinning back stuff. Taking on Javier Dos Años, a guy who's been up and down a little bit. But I'm just going to watch this from the fact that this guy was literally getting ready to call a fight three days ago, and now he's fighting in it.
1: That's pretty cool. He's like UCLA and Cal. Exactly. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, and that actually happens in fight fighting more often than.
2: Oh, all the time. You know,
1: guys change right at the last second. All the time. Uh, I'm going to do this. Here's a give me give me one thing, okay? Yep. Um, I, I still think one of the cool stories this weekend is Kimang, uh, the uh, GM for the Marlins. So Without I gonna a doubt. Go there, but we talked about it a little bit earlier. And so, do you see? Is Bill Belichick starting to get? When people question a little bit because you're not doing well for the first time in, like, forever, yeah. is Bill Belichick about to go off on somebody? So, <laughs> he's going to snap. <laughs> hey, Billy, give me one thing. Oh, wow, Billy. And just give me, like, a, a tirade. Be- like, people are asking about, like, his draft picks now, and he's like, his answer was like, I think our record's pretty good the last 20 years. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Hey, he's got a ton of evidence, a great resume. But because you're not great and you don't look very good, and to be honest with you, they didn't. even though they won the other night, they don't look like a good team, people ask these kind of questions. Bill hasn't been asked these kind of questions in like two decades. You're right. So I want to see him snap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you just want to sit back and watch the world crumble, Brent.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, just go p- catch passes from Kylo Murray. Can you see this? DeAndre Hopkins thinks... Receivers should get yards for defensive pass interference. Absolutely.
2: Let's go. Hey, whatever DeAndre Hopkins wants, DeAndre Hopkins gets, all right?
1: That that would be dumb.
2: I I know. I kind of agree with you a little bit. But I can't be too mad at him because he obviously makes Kyler Murray better.
1: Hey, you guys have a good weekend. You Uh, too, man. Thanks, Coos. And we'll uh, see you tonight on the Blitz Scoreboard Show at 9 o'clock. Live local loud. coming up next. And enjoy the Masters weekend as well, everybody.
0: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.